0: up guys this is matt from the human animal podcast uh is it a podcast still if we only release one episode every six weeks
1: i was just thinking we, like my name's jake <laughs> <laughs> my name's matt <laughs> we've been doing this for a little while and uh nate's still not here he's not here still not here
0: i know he's just a busy dude man he is he's got a lot going on Yep. he just uh i know he just got to go out and visit visit the wifey recently and he's going to be doing an ignite speech in Bloomington on mindful eating soon. When is that? Do you know in July, like maybe July 27th, we're going to need to record it. Maybe throw it up on here. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'd like Uh, to, I know they, they video recorded the one I did on playful movement. Um, and that's on YouTube now. So you can actually Mm -hmm. go check that out. If you type in ignite Bloomington, you'll be able to find their videos and be able to see me. Doing a little five-minute spiel about how, you know, movement is where it's at.
1: You should never work out again.
0: So, what's all been going on, man? Let's do a quick
1: little update. Gosh, a lot. Um, I've just been doing my best to have some sort of activity every day. Um, food's been tough because I'm kind of in a transition like apartment that I've, I'm only staying in for like a month and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to get settled, uh, before moving to my new place, you know? So that whole, the maintaining real, real great nutrition throughout it has been a little bit of a challenge, but see, there's a good yeah, thing.
0: It's always a challenge when you're, you know, not in your normal environment where you've set up these, these systems to be able to eat well. Yeah. It can be hard. Absolutely. Um, you but know, I'm excited for the change. Yeah, it's a good change. I you know, I just it reminds me of an article I just read recently on Mark's Daily Apple about walking. Did you see this one? Mm-mm. They posted it was really great actually. Uh seven ways to make walking like more engaging and interesting. And one of them was like hunt and scavenge and try to find stuff, you know, get off the trail and that's kinda how you have that's almost like the mindset you have to take when uh being in the the you know either going grocery shopping or if you're traveling on the road and or you're out of your normal element, you almost have to take this like predator Mm -hmm. attitude. You're like, I'm going in and I'm going to find the best thing because I'm a predator and I just, I'm going to own this. And you don't want to be, you don't want to just fall victim to the situation and it can be tough, but that, Mm -hmm. that's always helped me. I feel like that's kind of a fun mindset, like.
1: Yeah, looking like, at
0: more of a, a challenge. Of like a what challenge, can I do? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the best at you know I'm gonna give my body the best nutrition. I'm gonna find it, whatever I can, you know. Yeah, but uh, cool man. I know worked we well since we worked together. We know work's been crazy and busy, mm-hmm. which has been good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have a baby. He was really awesome. Uh, so that's been great. It's been really you know one of the things I was most looking forward to is just watching him start to learn to like roll and use his head and do a lot of the stuff that we talk about using with adults in original strength. Um, and that's been really fun. And just in like the last week and a half, he's gotten really alert. He's looking around everywhere. He smiles at you and you, I I start making the craziest sounds possible to get him to smile at me and it's so fun, so playful. So that's been awesome. Um, Been working on creating a lot of materials for our coaches at Force, which has been really great. Um, And hopefully, I think we're kind of recharging our batteries for the podcast a little bit because, you know, even though we'd love to be consistent every week, we'd also like to have really good content each time we put something out there. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like we need a little time to be in our own world to uh, kind of ruminate on some different topics and then be able to... To really bring bring the punches, so we've got a list now of at least ten, fifteen topics now that we feel like we could cover well, mm-hmm. um, and it's even sparked an idea for a blog post. I'm gonna I'm gonna write a blog post about, um, or maybe we'll just turn it into a podcast. This is ways it's Do so both. much easier for me to podcast. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you look at our my blog post history. That's that's even that's once every six months. So <laughs> once Rant. every six weeks on the pod is great but like 10 ways to improve your fitness without exercising. You know, we talk about how movement and that movement base all day long is so important. And I've just been thinking a lot about, you know, you see all these websites that post workouts of the day or have like different cycles that take people through. And that's awesome. But my feeling is that most people don't need another way to work out. They need ways that are creative to engage in movement throughout their day right? I feel like that's where the gap is. And that's what we've talked about before with natural movement. So 10 ways to kind of get that movement in or start thinking about movement. And maybe that's something, if you guys are interested in seeing that on the blog, let me know, post on, you know, post on my Facebook fan page at free fit guy. You can go just facebook.com backslash free fit guy, uh, like me post there. That's the best way to get in contact with me. Tweet at me, let me know if that's something you'd be interested in if it is, then I'm much more likely to do it rather than just thinking that people might get value out of it mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's kind of kind of where we're at. off to take some baby photos later. those are gonna be so cute. What a great day <laughs> <laughs> all right, so one thing we've been talking about recently is just you know fitness in general and this concept of what is fitness right um we touched on this briefly when we talked about like do you have a health or a fitness goal and you know i think our in quick summation we came to the conclusion that fitness is really task specific like we look at fitness as uh can you accomplish this task yes no so you might be fit for some things and unfit for other things you think of like
1: training camp Mm -hmm. You know, you could be in great shape, but these pro football players get in there and they're like, you're way out of shape. You know, your 40 time is really slow. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the specific task. They got to run a 40 time. Yeah. You know, whatever it may be. Yeah.
0: Or like, are you fit to be able to squat down and poop in the woods? Essential. (laughs) Essential. (laughs) I mean, maybe you can't. I know when I first went to Japan, like it was such a such a eye opening. I don't know why I'm talking about poop so much recently, but it was it's an like eye time today. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee's gone through me. All right, <laughs> um, you know it was an eye opening experience because you know I'm in high school. I've been I've been sitting in desks for what 12 years straight, basically. And you go, we go to Japan, and they have uh, toilets that are built into the floor, and you have to squat over them and have pretty good aim and uh you know i had to like grip the sides of the stall and like get myself down i was like braced in like (laughs) like, you would have imagined that i was in some sort of like you know wheelie spinny deal for like astronaut (laughs) nasa training like just i was just braced against everything trying to get down there
1: i can only imagine your first time (laughs) walking in there and you're like
0: that's is the very the first time was definitely the worst and you're like wow this is something i'm really i really should be able to do but, um, if we think of fitness as being fit for a specific task, right uh, what has fitness kind of become then for the modern human? Um, what kind of tasks are we do we need to be able to do, and how do we prepare for those tasks like we we talk a lot about you know, all the broad range of human movements that we think people should be doing, but what are like the basic things that still in our current environment, we need to be able to do that. We're not even able to do it at some point. We even lose those
1: skills. Mm-hmm. I think the one that jumps out to me the most, and I guess it's just kind of scary, it, the ability to get off the floor. Yes. Right. When. When I talk to to clients or I talk to family members or, or whomever it may be and they tell me that, you know, it's it's a, a lot of times it's said jokingly, though, that like, oh, yeah, you know, it's so hard to get off the floor. That's really scary.
0: There's a lot of uh, I mean, it's it's not necessarily caught. It's not causative research, but there's a lot of research that shows that not being able to get off the floor. Or having to use lots of different points of contact on your body to be get, to be able to get off the floor uh, is a really good predictor for life expectancy.
1: It's like nearness of death, right? Yeah, that's freaky, super freaky.
0: So yeah, being able to get up and down off the floor, that seems like a pretty a pretty crucial skill to have, right even mm-hmm. for even in our reduced movement environment, modern movement environment.
1: I did have a, well, I guess I'd be out of bed, but I had a bed that was like the power base where you just hit a button. It would make you sit up, (laughs) taking all the work out of getting out of bed.
0: You you saw Wally, right? And you're just like, I want to be that dude as quickly as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. So getting up and down off the ground, what are some of the other couple other things that jumped out to me were, you know, I still think it's important mainly, to be able to navigate, like, move at different levels. So, like, be able to crawl a little bit, be able to duck under things, be able to step over things. Though really, like, this is what's scary about it, is I still think we need to be able to do that stuff, and it's still applicable in the real world, but we don't even get that many chances to do those things in the real world anymore, because we just clear the path, smooth it out. There's no change in Texture, environment, and demands. So, I mean, that's one that's almost like it's on the endangered movement list. Because (laughs) (laughs) for the human animal. I like that, yeah. I know, that's a fun one. Um, It's not like on the endangered movement list because people are not able to do that anymore. And they're not being challenged to do that very much anymore in a lot of situations. Mm -hmm. Especially in, I guess, you know, more so in our nation than in other nations. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one that we'd want to train a lot of and, and be able to do well. Um, definitely, you know, walking, um,
1: and I guess potentially running, you know, I, there, I'm sure there are quite a few adults out there who haven't run in a very long time. Yeah. need to be
0: able to catch the bus. Yeah. Hi Greta. Or my dog just pushed the door open with her head so she could come in and say hello. We're broadcasting from the baby's room today. This is just what the li- life is like eight weeks into fatherhood. <laughs> um, walking. And, you know, it's it's actually interesting because I was thinking about this the other day. But I don't think people realize that you have to earn the right to walk.
1: Having a baby will, will really... Um,
0: Emphasize that. Yeah. Like, how how much of a struggle is it for babies to to learn to get upright and get bipedal? Right? All the all the different coordinations they have to develop. And then think about how often adults don't do those primitive movements, those foundational movements that got them there anymore, and have basically gone the reverse. They spend so much time seated that their glutes and their core they don't know how to organize their trunk, they don't know how to move around, they don't they don't have that reflexive strength, that ability to kind of reflexively be stable and move in a contralateral pattern, opposite limb, opposite arm. If you look at how a lot of people walk, they actually walk ridiculously poorly. I'm not even joking. Look at head posture. Where's the head on the shoulders? Is it on top of the shoulders? Is it craned forward? A lot of people are craned forward. What does the arm swing look like? Is it across the body? Is it dead to the side? Are they even able to get their arm back behind them? Or is it a smooth, powerful motion contralaterally with full extent with the proper extension and flexion. I across. only walk powerfully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always know when you enter a room, enter a room, enter a room, enter a room. <laughs> power. Um, but seriously, and then, you know, gaze, how many people are eyes down or eyes up? Um, with foot, foot position. Sorry, I'm going off on this yeah, tangent. Foot position. It. Are we turned out? Are we straight? Are we lined up like we should be? Are we, having ankle collapse, you know, so a lot, we think of walking as, as, you know, I I don't think we, we rarely think of walking as a skill, but it is, and it's something you have to earn the right to do, right? Mm -hmm. All these movements are universal to the human animal, but they are not, that doesn't mean that you can just automatically do them, right? There's a progression to get there for everybody.
1: And you can lose it. Yeah. We, we just take things for granted, And then one day when we have to call on, you know, like, oh, somebody just, you know, took your purse or, you know, whatever it may be. And now you got to chase them down. Oh, I haven't run in how many years? Or what about people that can't even
0: walk without pain? Yeah. That's, I mean, walking was what your first year of, you know, life was built around attaining. Like, that's scary to lose that. um. I agree with those. And then I'd also put in, you know, lifting stuff off the ground, carrying Mm -hmm. it, and placing stuff up overhead. Yeah. So you could think of that in, like, you know, in strength training, that would be, like, deadlifts, you know, weighted carries and overhead pressing. But we need to be able to do that with odd objects, and, st- and still be in babies and still be able to organize ourselves and stay safe with our back and use the the proper loading mechanics um and we become so out of touch with how our bodies are supposed to move and and we our our movement patterns not just our muscles but our movement patterns have atrophied from disuse and lack of good models we mirror the movement that we see and so, when we don't have good models and good role models showing us how to pick things up or 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 keep the back safe, then we lose that um, kind of knowledge, that passed down knowledge. And so, teaching people how to lift again is one of the hardest things we teach at Force. Is trying to get people to do a, a, a pick up something safely with their back, with their back in a good position. Mm-hmm. So. Outside of that, what other movement skills do we need? Potentially, the need to climb something. How how often? Stairs, maybe. I know stairs. This is what's scary. It's like, okay, that's a. If you really look at that, that's a pretty limited movement environment. Like, Mm. and what's even scarier is realizing that a lot of people couldn't do those things that we just talked about, and that's like the the basics to just survive as a modern human to be fit Mm -hmm. to live in our modern world
1: we got to be able to
0: push down our thumb on the remote i was just thinking i was thinking about xbox controllers (laughs) (laughs) i was like well my eyes can track and i know how to work an ipod yep iphone i know how to flip up the bottom and get to my flashlight very quickly
1: (laughs) it's scary it is scary it really is so why do we limit ourselves so much i feel like we try to make our envirom- environment as maybe as efficient as possible, which limits no, the work. No, as we comfortable have to do. as possible. There you go, as comfort comfortable
0: as yes. possible. We we become, you know, and this is something I still struggle with because I'll notice over time that even though I'm mindful about my movement environment and wanting to do different things, it's just really easy to take the easy, comfortable route. It's easier to drive, to park close to the store than to park away from the store. It's easier to sit on the couch than sit on the floor, right? Um, it's just, it's part of, it's it's overwhelming because the the environment at large all around us has been built around that. Um, and we talked about this, but, like, we no longer have to be extremely, There's we don't have a lot of skills we need. Most of us, at least, don't have a lot of skills and movement skills that we need in order to meet our basic needs. Like being able to build shelter, you know, hunt and gather, escape predation. Like we don't really have those. We don't need, we don't have those requirements on us anymore. And because of that, that's, that's really at odds with our physiology. And that's, I mean, that really gets to my personal bias. I think it's, I think it's a valid bias. Obviously, because it's my personal one. But, you know, just that our bodies and our modern environment are at a pretty severe disconnect. Right? Absolutely. And not just our bodies, but like our being, mm-hmm. like emotionally, spiritually, you know, mentally. We just have all these weird new things that are coming up. And that doesn't mean that just throwing it back to the Stone Age solves everything. It just lets, uh, it's just a way to start framing how we think about things. Like, man, my, my body is built to be strong and resilient and is built to be able to learn the widest array of complex skills of any animal on the planet. Swimming, throwing, climbing. Jumping. Jumping, landing, uh, super fine motor skills with the hands. mm mm-hmm. Right? I mean we we are incredible by design. That would be a great name for a gym. <laughs> incredible by design. <laughs> TM circle TM I got it. It's already already there copyrighted. Don't even try to take it. Um and we've we've kind of lost that we've lost the empowerment. We've lost that ability to really tap into our potential. And, um, you know, that this is where we start looking at, okay, am I capable of surviving in my modern environment and what things are in, in my modern environment might be toxic to my health and survival or my th- thrival, you know, my favorite word, <laughs> my thrival. And, uh, there's lots of them there's lots of them right and this is kind of what we we've addressed a ton of these on the on the podcast about movement and nutrition and sleep and creating social support and uh emotional well-being and like understanding yourself there's like all these things that it's easier just to ignore but we want to challenge people to to grow and learn um but it's tough
1: it is tough and i feel like there's been you know like our parents and our parents parents their world was completely different than it is for Rowan mm-hmm. right and and what his future holds just you know if we look at nothing more than technology mm-hmm. right i don't see kids out riding bikes anymore right i'm i'm sure they do somewhere but i don't see them mm-hmm. and i think there's a lot more time being spent indoors with less activity so i can only imagine what the children of our children's world is going to be like and how limited their activity will be right and mm-hmm. and look at what are the requirements for them because will they need to do those things
0: this is why i plan on making him hunt for food just like in 300 you go out. You have to face the wolf. If you don't come back, sorry. You do, you, you weren't you
1: no. You just gonna. <laughs> you put, weren't like, strong enough. Treats around the house. Yeah. Find your food. Find
0: your food. Climb Fight to the gritta. top. <laughs> yeah. You got oh, good. You just earned one blueberry. <laughs> On to the next <laughs> task. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I mean, it starts with adults being role models, mm-hmm. right? And and trying to make changes in their own life and modeling these behaviors just like we've talked about before um another aspect of this this fitness thing that's that's going on and kind of the industry that we're in is you know before we had there was like a need for us to be fit and now it seems like a lot of people uh you know they've lost that need, that, that reason for fitness. And so the reason becomes competition within fitness,
1: mm-hmm. right? CrossFit.
0: I mean, CrossFit, but not just CrossFit. I mean, everything. I mean, and I think obviously competition has, it's, its really great and it has a lot of really positive things and we, th- we thrive on competition, but, uh, you know, I feel like we've seen unhealthy mindsets come out of that. Right like the Absolutely. the desire to be better at this fitness thing than anyone else, regardless of the bigger picture, because it's like a, a proving ground that isn't there in other ways, right
1: you feel like your all of your worth is, is yeah. dependent upon that one measure
0: yeah mm-hmm. um and I know you were talking to me just the other day about like the mindset you had in high school with some fitness, and I thought it was pretty eye opening I don't know if you'd share. With everybody on the internet.
1: Sure. <laughs> so in high school, uh, at least uh, later in, in high school, um, I, I got really into getting as lean as possible. Right. I wanted to have, I wanted to have 0% body fat. Little. Which you would die. Yeah. Little did I know that how unhealthy that would be. um, So I started out, it was about junior year of high school right before the summer. And I just, I just, one day I decided, okay, I'm changing everything, right? I'm going to start exercising every day and I'm going to change all the food that I'm going to eat, right? I'm going to eat very low fat, uh, whole grains and in, in small amounts, right? Um, So I, you know, started hitting the gym on a daily basis and it just kept adding up more and more till, you know, I was really caught in that like more is better. If I can, if I can, you know, eat less and do more exercise, I'll be better. Um, And I, I got really lean, right? Um, But I was just... I was so focused on low body fat that even when I was down in into single digits you know in the you know five percent and less i I didn't feel healthy i you know I still felt fat at that, which is ridiculous, yeah so you know i would be you know I'd get up and the first thing I would do every day I wouldn't even stand up I would just roll out of bed and do fifty push ups. And then I would go have a small breakfast.
0: Was that because the Batman begins? Uh Christian Bale rolls out of bed and just starts doing push ups. I don't know. Do you remember that? I don't. Okay. So I'm just I just wanted to know if you were trying to be Batman or not. But well, that was not motivation. Well, yeah, I mean okay.
1: um, obviously. Okay. But <laughs> so uh push ups, small breakfast, get ready for school, go in. Senior year, I had Uh, you know, first semester I had advanced weight training, first class of the day, weight training. So I would go in and then hit the weights for an hour. Right. And then part of the year I played football. So I would go to football practice after, uh, after school as well. And then, uh, the other, you know, I guess three quarters of the year, no sports. right. So I would get up, you know, do my thing in the morning and then right after school, go to the gym. Typically, an hour and a half, two hours. Uh, and I would split my, I had a three day split, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, chest and tries, buys and <laughs> back, legs and shoulders, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, so as soon as I would leave the gym, then it's go home, and now it's time for cardio. So, oh, God. Yeah. I started out, you know, and really I started on the treadmill working up to about a mile a day until i got to you know i'm doing five six miles every day after my strength training and i was just brutalizing my body my shoulders were killing me just didn't feel good you know i
0: can't imagine you would feel good (laughs) but i got really low on my body fat and still didn't matter though
1: still didn't matter
0: Isn't that? I mean, I feel I feel like singing "Beauty and the Beast" right here. (laughs) Tale as old as time.
1: (laughs) So true.
0: We hear it so much. I mean, this is what you know. It's the brutal. It's the brutalizing. It's the competition. It's the. It's the unhealthy mindset. It's the, you know, loss of perspective on why you doing something and how to and how to get to your goals mm-hmm. like really truly defining your goals and why you want to be there right
1: yeah understanding what like when i achieve that what's going to be different
0: mhm how's your life going to be different when you're you know at 5% body fat
1: yep yeah
0: we've talked about that before too we got to start throwing back to some old episodes cuz there's yeah like if at 5% body fat, if maybe the reason is, hey, well, maybe I'm going to get more attention from my spouse. You being at 5% body fat isn't going to, that is putting the power in the other person's court to make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you have no control over that. Even if you get to 5%, you have zero
1: control. And my suggestion to that person would be talk to your spouse because that's probably not the issue. Yeah. If they need you to be at 5% body fat, you should have a different spouse.
0: Ooh. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I was just thinking about, yeah, you know, what are the... I feel like there's probably some projection going on there. Definitely. But anyway don't beat yourself up let's focus on the movement make sure that you if you listen to this and you're like man I can't do or I don't know how to do some of those things that we listed go find someone to learn go, learn from learn from someone who who has uh, experience teaching these things and that can model good behaviors for you and good habits for you uh, get involved uh, with your community make it more than just than just about you that really helps um learn to get up and off the ground up and down off the ground multiple ways move crawl creep uh slink mm-hmm. <laughs> that sounds like i'm a, <laughs> I'm a <Yes>. robber um <laughs> you know learn different ways to move around earn the right to walk earn the right to run learn how to pick stuff up off the ground put it up overhead in in without fear
1: the talk shouldn't, like, scare you to go out and walk. You know, if we think some people just, they they walk very poorly, hopefully that that didn't, you know, cause fear in some people that, oh, maybe I'm not walking right.
0: Yeah, I know sometimes when we get on our own thing, we get in our own world talking about this, it's easy to see all the problems and none of the solutions, mm-hmm. right? And then that becomes fearful. And, and fear and movement is, is basically the opposite of what we want. Mm-hmm. We want people to feel empowered. And how we do that, though is by being mindful and aware of where we are right now take stock of where you are right now realize where you want to be and then be okay with the process of getting there yeah and with taking step by step that yeah. is a victory in itself
1: and and understand what step 1 is and don't expect yourself to start you know in the middle you know i just read an an article and uh, it was a Precision Nutrition article, and they were talking about they're great. They they're pretty great. <laughs> uh, they were talking about how how so often people want to start in the middle, you know, where okay, well, I'm going to start, you know, um, eating whole foods, when when really the beginning for that person would would just be to to change their their thoughts about food, mm-hmm. or maybe it's you know your first step is just buy an apple, right? Like literally we, we have to we have to take it so many steps back and not expect for our, for us to be able to make these radical lifestyle shifts overnight. Yep. You know? Just <sighs> You guys
0: can do it. We believe. We believe. I believe I can fly. You're welcome. Space for that.
1: Jam. What's up?
0: Yeah. All right. So uh If you like this episode, if you liked our previous episodes, please subscribe to us on iTunes. Go over and give us a review. It really helps with uh, getting more listeners to the podcast.
1: The little podcast that uh, that could. We got to get some of that internet money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean like Bitcoin. sure <laughs> we'll take some Bitcoin. that actually has value
0: sure yeah. um <laughs> it's like you can check crime. out uh freefitguy.com where we host the podcast or uh find me on freefitguy on facebook or twitter um if you got again if you guys are interested in in more of like this movement-based culture habit building stuff let us know and then we will be having kellen to talk about handstand love on the pod this weekend. So, look for looking forward to that as well. Yep.
1: I'll I'll be practicing mine.
0: All right guys, have a great day.
1: Ditto.